as some of you might already know from previous episodes of VUX Global's podcast, I worked in the automotive industry for almost three years as an employee. During this time, I have discovered that this industry is completely different from what we as UX designers work on most of the other time. And therefore, I would like to encourage you to go into that industry for like two or three years to get some insights, as they will blow your mind. Be prepared for a tiny special episode about UX in cars today. I'm your host Chris and this is the UX Globus Podcast. The most impactful thing about the automotive industry is that the user is not allowed or simply should not focus on the user interface. We need to make it work in the background as much as possible, as a distraction from a road can cause injuries or even death for the driver and other people or animals inside or outside the car. The distraction however increases the more touch screens are placed inside the vehicles because they have no tactile feedback. Some of them vibrate if you click a button on the screen, but it is not possible to find the button without looking at the screen. This is different with hardware buttons. I, as a driver, can feel where it is and with some practice I know exactly where the button is located and can simply interact with it and do not even have to look. Another aspect that plays an important role are road regulations. Some buttons are required as hardware buttons. The button for enabling the hazard lights currently needs to be an hardware key. Some icons need to have a fixed place in the display, which is sensible. The engine warning and fuel almost empty icons need to be placed at exactly one position and must not be moved. And that makes perfect sense as the driver knows where they are supposed to be and no other element must be located at the same position as it could overlay the warning light. Those are only some of the legal requirements for the displays shown in modern vehicles and the more functions are implemented in a car, the more regulations will come. At this point I would like to note that I'm not a lawyer or something like that, so this is not some legal advice, it is just what I have experienced over the last years in the automotive industry. And there it was also really interesting to see how manufacturers implement the digitalization in the vehicles. Most of them simply place a big tablet in the car and want it to be used just like a real tablet. But it isn't that easy. They have to put in way more effort to create a high user satisfaction and high safety standards. A big challenge is to check which technologies will be used in the first place. Is it really only one big screen in the center of the vehicle? Or is a center stack required too? Maybe even add a head-up display with multiple functionalities? Those are basic hardware questions that need to be answered when starting with a concept. Once those questions are answered, it is time to sort all the contents and there are many contents available today. The most common ones are navigation, entertainment like radio or a Bluetooth player, a phone connection, the car settings, the climate controls and a general setup of the interface. More on all those components after today's music break.
So before we continue with all those components, let me repeat the most common functions of an automotive infotainment system. Navigation, entertainment, phone calls, car settings, general settings for the interface and climate controls. And this is already where the struggles begin. The climate controls basically need to be available at all times because they are essential for the comfort of the passengers. No user wants to click like five times on a display to change the temperature. If it can be done with a hardware switch in two seconds without even looking at it. And there you can see it again, the user experience and safety will be way better by using hardware buttons. And I'm sorry about that, because the closer we come to autonomous vehicles, the more entertaining a car needs to become. But if you still need to drive on your own, the current systems I worked with are not perfect. But navigation is another quite tricky part. Many of you will know the functionality that you can mirror your smartphone screen into a car's display. Why would I like to enter the destination inside the vehicle? If I can simply enter it in my phone on my way to the car. And once I sit down, I connect it what takes me like 3 seconds and the route gets shown in the display. It is way easier than typing it in the car's own display. Entertainment plays a very important part inside vehicles. They can significantly improve the overall user experience during a drive, as you can tune in into whatever streaming service you use with your phone and can easily share it via Bluetooth with your vehicle. The functionalities improve even more over time and the more autonomous vehicles become, the more features will be implemented. But we can already see the trend today that car manufacturers try to increase the user experience by increasing the entertainment inside the car. The car settings are obviously also very unique to the automotive industry. There are so many complex functions that need to be implemented nowadays. Is there enough oil inside the vehicle? Is the tire pressure okay? And much more information needs to be accessible in the screens. And this brings us to another very special element of the automotive industry. Warnings and errors. Warnings and errors must have places on the display and need to be placed above any other content shown there. Safety first, entertainment last is a common rule. Phone calls are a very important feature to me inside a vehicle. I use them basically every time I am on the road to either call clients, friends or relatives. Inside the car I am not able to work as long as I am driving myself. Therefore I really enjoy calling relatives and speaking to them while I am on the road, as I can use the time sensible and can do productive work again once I have reached my destination. Don't get this the wrong way. My relatives are very important to me and I love speaking to my grandmas and my grandpa. But as soon as I am back at my desk, I want to work and therefore the car is most of the time the only place I would call them from. What do you think about this? Is it okay to handle it like that? I do not want to influence your decision, but for me, this works the best. As we as entrepreneurs need to use our time as effectively as possible. So I try to get something done every single minute. Before I end today's episode, I would like to give you one advice that I've told you already before. As a UX designer, try and sneak into the automotive industry for like two or three years and learn what special requirements exist for a system and you will realize how easy it can be to create a website. Thank you so much for your time and remember, 
always keep pushing. Have a good one.